Welcome, weary travelers, to the great big universe of Excess Press. This is a weekly podcast to bring you the news of the Disney theme parks and resorts. Witness for yourselves the wonders of Excess Press. And now, let's begin. Hello everyone and welcome to another episode of XS Press. My name is Matt and I'm the host of this Disney theme parks news podcast. This is episode 13 from the week of October 7th, 2018. Well, here we are in October, and Halloween is in full swing, not only at home, but at the Disney parks. Uh, It's really ramping up now. Uh, Halloween is actually my favorite holiday. Uh, October is also my favorite month. I just love the fall atmosphere, leaves changing. I live in in New Jersey, so it's nice seeing the the fall colors change around here. Um, I wish I was a a bit further north, because I I know the, the colors are a bit more bright bright up there but it's all right i like where i am but uh anyway so yes halloween is in full swing um so i'm really excited to begin the month of october um we're going to talk a little bit of halloween on today's episode not too much um but there there are some fun things that if you're going to disney springs that uh, you can do over there um but Today's actually kind of a, a, it's actually a pretty slow news week. Nothing too uh, exciting really was announced. Um, they did announce that uh, res- reservations are open for not only uh, storybook dining at Artist Point, which we talked about uh, a few podcasts ago. I can't remember which episode it was on. I think it was two episodes ago. Uh, but if you don't know what that is, uh, that is a new Snow White dining uh, experience that's happening at Artist Point in Wilderness Lodge. Uh, and then reservations also opened for Sebastian's Bistro at uh, the Caribbean Beach Resort. And that's one of the new restaurants that's opening up. Um, so they, they talked about some food menu items. So we're going to discuss a bit on that. So you know what? Let's just jump right into it and begin this week's episode of the Excess Press Podcast.
So a few weeks ago on the show, we discussed that Disney had announced that Artist Point was going through a transformation over at the World of the Lodge. And if you're not familiar with Artist Point, that has actually been a signature dining restaurant for a long time now. Um, and I've heard it's very good. I've never eaten there. I mean, I've stayed at Wilderness Lodge twice in my life, and it's my favorite resort. I absolutely love it. But I've actually never stayed at Artist Point, and I'm actually really disappointed now that the last time I stayed there, I didn't go. Because we, I originally, I remember having a reservation for it, but we just, I remember we wanted to do something else. So uh, now I'm just really kicking myself that I, I, I never got a chance to try Artist Point in its form. But I think that also shows that this the restaurant wasn't that popular. Uh, I guess it wasn't filling up the um, uh, it wasn't filling up the dining hall or the the dining room as as much as it wanted to. Because I also heard it was a really great lounge, and again, I didn't get the, I didn't get a chance to do the lounge e- either. But yeah, I guess Disney was seeing that the numbers were not great for the the dining reservations at Artist Point, and I've never heard any like anyone cr- like going. Uh, like um, anyone really craving about it or uh, anyone was really excited that they wanted to go visit Artist Point. Um, so what they decided to do, they were like, okay, let's transform this into something different. And what can we do with the wilderness theme? So what we talked about a few weeks ago was that Snow White and the Seven Dwarves is taking over. So they're what they're calling it, you can venture into a, a magical forest-like setting Uh, like you would in Walt Disney's Snow White and the Seven Dwarves. So uh, there's going to be a lot of rustic decor. Uh, They didn't really give a lot of detail on that. but So I'm interested to see how they they have transformed uh, the restaurant. Um, And then they'll also be playing the music of Snow White, so you'll be able to enjoy the sounds as you're reading. Uh, But yeah, so this is going to be like a character uh, experience. Uh, And it... You'll be visited by Snow White and a few of the dwarves. You won't be seeing all of them, but you'll see a few of them. And you also have an encounter with the queen. So all of that information I had kind of discussed more on a few episodes ago. But what they did announce was uh, a lot of the menu items. So it seems like it it is a limited menu. um, But I just want to run down a few of the options. So... I think you should know which cool what's cool is that it is a seasonal menu so they'll have different food every time you go and they'll update the menu so the menu is uh, subject to change but some of the uh, the appetizers that you start with uh, is a hunter's pie which has chicken black truffle and a stone fruit preserve or you can get a winter squash bisque with caramel aioli uh, and granola, which is served in actually a really cool like black cauldron, so that's pretty awesome. And then they also have like a, a shrimp cocktail, uh, which is great. And then uh, they also have, I guess, salads with uh, some fruits, vegetables, cheeses, and uh, they also have a thing called create your own honey butter. Uh, they didn't really give a lot of detail on that, so I'm kind of curious what that will be. But uh, if you've never mixed honey and butter together, it is delicious. It's so good. Um, so definitely recommend doing that if you've never done it. Just like kind of melt the two together. It's great. Um, and then for the, the main entrees, uh, entrees, they do have a royal prime rib roast. And that's served with horseradish mashed potatoes uh, and then carrots and then a popover. Uh, and then they also have a what they're calling the magic mirror slow braised veal shank. And that's served with mashed celery root and wilted winter greens. 
Um, and then there's another option for a seafood stew with shrimp, bay scallops, mussels, tomato, and fennel. So they they so um, they presented those three options as the main entrees, but I'm kind of surprised they didn't have a vegan or like a vegetarian option for a main entree. Um, I'm not sure if like there will be more options besides these three, but these are the three that they're announced. But so I'm just kind of surprised they didn't. Uh, show anything for vegan or vegetarian options but um but they did show one for the kids menu which is uh, which is kind of interesting um so the kids they can also uh they'll partake in the appetizers and dessert but for their main entrees uh they have uh what they're calling a princess pasta which is pretty much just pasta with red sauce or cheese sauce and then they have a vegetarian steamed bun uh with uh, Crip shiitake mushrooms, hoisin sauce, pickles, and cilantro. So that actually sounds pretty good. Like that's something I would want to get. Um, but I, yeah, I don't know why that's just for the kids menu and not for main entrees. But uh, yeah, so that was interesting. Uh, so kids can also get uh, prime rib roast as well or grilled chicken served with roasted potatoes and broccolini. Uh, and then after that for dessert, they have what they are calling the miner's treasure. And that's made up of sponge cake, chocolate gems, and buttercream icing. Uh, and then there's also the fairy tale gooseberry uh, gooseberry pie uh, with meringue. And then what one of the coolest options is what they're calling in quotes the poison apple, uh, made with chocolate apple mousse with a sour center. Um, and they they look pretty awesome. They look really cool. Uh, if you ever see a photo of those, a photo of those online, but yeah, those look awesome. And then the last thing they have is the Hunter's Gift to the Queen, and that's pretty much just crackled maple popcorn with Grenache hearts. Um, and then they also have cocktails and mocktails, uh, which are all themed to the, the dining experience. And so for adults, they can get the Enchanted Apple, which is a citrus vodka sour apple, and it has white cranberry juice in it. And this, this next one is what I really want to try. Uh, it's the Smoking Mirror, and that's with uh, scotch, wildberry, lime, and rosemary smoke. Now, I don't know exactly what rosemary smoke is, but I know what rosemary and smoke is, so I would assume that, like, they they smoke rosemary somehow. Like, maybe they take, uh, I know these are they, these little, like, wood chips that they burn, and they, cr they can create, like, a smoky smell with it. So I assume that's what they do, but I really want to try that. Um... And then there's the Evil to the Core, which is uh, tequila, habanero, blackberry, and orange juice. Uh, so those are the cocktails that they have. And then you can also have a, a variety of beers um, and the wines that are that they have selected from Oregon and Washington. So that's pretty cool that it's that selected region. But it makes sense since the world at its lodge kind of takes um, uh, resembles the Pacific Northwest. So yeah, that's pretty cool. And then they also have mocktails for the kids, or if you're if you don't like to drink, they they have these as well, which is the the transformation potion with sparkling lemonade, and then they have the stone fruit and berry be, uh, berry breeze with herbal tea infusion. So those are all the the menu options that they had listed. Um, now this is a set price, so pricing for adults uh, starts at fifty five dollars, and then for children, it is uh, for children between the ages of three and nine. It is thirty-three dollars, uh, and then that's not including tax and gratuity. 
Uh, but each guest will receive one appetizer, choice of entree, and a dessert. Um, so just FYI, that's how that works. So it's a it's a one set price. Um, oh yeah, and it also comes with a non-alcoholic fountain beverage. Um, alcoholic and non-alcoholic spe- specialty beverages are not included. So, um, but yeah, so this is setting to open on December sixteenth, two thousand eighteen, just in time for Christmas. So if you're going, this would probably be a really cool experience to go to. Uh, I feel like this is going to get pretty popular. Um, and I actually kind of want to try this out now because um, a lot of those food items sound good, but I'm really interested to see how they transformed the the dining rest, the the dining room or artist point, I should say, for that matter. I've seen photos of it. Like I know what it looks like on the inside. I've just never been. But um, I think next time I go to Disney, I'm definitely going to have to put this on the list of things to do because between that smoke and mirror drink and uh, and probably like I think the primer and roast. Kind of want that. Oh, actually, never mind the veal shank. I do want to try the veal shank, but um, but yeah, that's cool that Disney is doing this. Uh, but yeah, so those are the food options that are happening over at Artist Point for the Storybook Dining Character Experience. And again, you can actually book reservations now, uh, and that starts December sixteenth, two thousand eighteen. So Disney also announced that reservations are now open for Sebastian's Bistro, which is located at the Caribbean Beach Resort. And again, Sebastian is the crab from Little Mermaid, so the restaurant is based on him. So there's a lot of decor and pictures and everything based on the sea. So I think there's like kelp hanging from the ceilings, and you'll see some cool abstract artwork of Sebastian. But uh, So this is a casual, just a family-friendly table service restaurant. Uh, and they're, the menu kind of blends Latin and Caribbean flavors. So th- it's cool. It also has like waterfront views and, uh, 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 and stuff like that. So should be a nice restaurant. I'm interested to try it. But they announced food that's happening. So talking about more food. I feel like we talk about food way too much on this podcast. But I feel like that's all Disney has been announcing recently. Uh, or in the past few weeks, it seems. Just lots of food items. Um so there's a lot of uh, diverse items here from seafood to steak salads, sandwiches, burgers. There's, there's a lot. So uh, some of the appetizers that were announced were Caribbean pull-apart rolls, uh, which is served with guava butter, mango chutney, and Jamaican jerk oil. Uh, and then you can also get Jamaican uh, meat pies with guayo chili sauce. Um, and then you can also get an arepa with slow-cooked pork and chili mango barbecue sauce, which sounds great. Some of the signature items include a skirt steak a chimichurra with crispy yuca fries or crispy yuca. I love I love yuca fries, so that's why I said yuca fries. But it just it's just crispy yuca, which I assume is the same as yuca fries. But uh, if you don't know what yuca is, it's kind of similar to a potato. It's a bit tougher, but it's it's really good. It's great. And then there's a citrus stuffed sustainable whole fish with turmeric brown rice and cilantro vinaigrette. And then there's sauteed shrimp and tamales served with peppers and salsa verde. And then there's the crab cake topped burger with lettuce, tomato, and horseradish mayonnaise. And a crispy avocado bacon burger with chimichurra and pico de gallo. Uh, and then they also have a couple vegan options, which I'm 
kind of happy they announced this because I don't know why they didn't do it for storybook dining. But anyways, <laughs> uh, some of the options include an island curry eggless sandwich served on multigrain bread and a plant-based banh mi sandwich served um, that is topped with pickles, cucumbers, uh, sorry, cucumbers, pickled vegetables, and miso sriracha mayonnaise. Um, now, if you don't want a banh mi sandwich, usually it's uh, it usually has chicken on it. Um, I think one of the best sandwiches I ever ate uh, was a banh mi sandwich, and that was actually that was at the Stone Brewery over in San Diego. So if you're in that area, check out that sandwich. It's really good. But so instead of chicken here. Uh, they're substituting it for a plant-based uh, banh mi sandwich. So uh, maybe the consistency will be similar to chicken, but I'm not really sure uh, what that'll taste like. But I'm very interested in trying that. Um, so then for dessert, they have a dessert called the Mile Marker Zero, uh, which is inspired by the culture of Key West, and that features uh, iced key lime pops with uh, sea salt and tropical sauce. Um, I don't know what the tropical sauce will be, but I guess it's like a mix of flavors for the sauce. Um, and then there's the Bonofi coffee, or sorry, the, I don't know how, to, how they want to say this, but the Bono coffee pie, which is banana custard uh, and chocolate grenache served with a graham cracker tart and caramel sauce. So that sounds pretty interesting. And then there is the floating island sundae that just has fresh Caribbean fruit, meringue, guava, and guana banana sorbet. That's another one. I don't know what that is. Guana banana. Guana anna. Sorry. Guana anna banana. I don't know how to say it. It's like guana banana. Guana banana. I think that's it. Anyways, it's, it's kind of difficult to say. I'm, I'm looking at it. I my notes. I just, I have no idea. Uh, anyways, so uh, there's also the kids menu uh, and they have like some interesting items there they do have a whole grain penny with zucchini and roasted tomato sauce jerk grilled chicken grilled chicken shrimp skewers with cilantro lime jamaican meat pie and they have some sides as well so some cool choices for the kids not your standard meals so uh, and again they do have uh, cocktails and mocktails available they didn't really give any details on that but there will be non-alcoholic fruity and frozen mocktails as well as island-inspired cocktails with Caribbean rums, uh, and they do actually have a customize your own uh, uh, customize your own rum flight, uh, and then they'll have a selection of Caribbean and domestic beers and wines that will be able to complement the menu. So, lots of great food items happening over at Sebastian's Bistro. Um, I do have to make it a point to visit the Caribbean Beach Resort at some point. Uh, I've always been afraid of actually staying there because I just heard it's it's very large, um, it's huge. But I mean, I, I did stay at Oak Key West this past year and that was big. So I think they're a little bit similar in size. I think Caribbean Beach is a bit bigger, but I think if I, if I, I did enjoy Oak Key West. So if I enjoyed that, I'm sure I would like the Caribbean Beach. But anyways, I do, I do want to try to make my way over to Sebastian's Bistro. These food items do sound really great. Um, and this is actually located in the Old Port, uh, Old Port Royale area. And uh, reservations are actually now available and the restaurant opens on October 8th. So it actually comes out tomorrow. Or if you're listening to this, yeah, it's on uh, Monday, October 8th. So uh, check that out if you're going to be in that area. So 
But uh, yeah, so that's kind of that wraps it up uh, for the all those like reservations that are open for Artist Point and uh, and the Caribbean Beach uh, or the sorry Sebastian's Bistro. But uh, yeah, we're gonna we're gonna talk a bit, a little bit about Halloween now. So uh, just gonna take a quick break, and uh, we're gonna head over to Disney Springs. Alright, so similar to last week, we talked a lot about what's happening uh, over at the Downtown Disney District in Disneyland and all the Halloween things that are happening. Uh, so we're actually going to talk a bit about the a lot of the Halloween stuff that's happening over at Disney Springs. So if you're in Halloween, or sorry, if you're in Disneyland for Halloween, I would definitely check out some of this stuff. But first, we're going to start with, I didn't know this is happening, I guess they announced this previously. But what's really awesome is you can get tickets to a Halloween soiree over at the Edison. Uh, and again, we're this is over at Disney Springs. So at the Edison, they are celebrating the 25th anniversary of Disney's Tim Burton, or sorry, uh, Tim Burton's The Nightmare Before Christmas. Um, so it is a ticketed event. Uh, so you'll be able to dress up. There'll be plenty of themed costumes there. Um, it's going to be a very festive event, and it all pays homage to the Tim Burton classic. Um, the ticket uh, is for this is $85 plus tax and gratuity. You'll be able to snack on small plates and signature uh, beverages that are all inspired by the film. And there's also going to be what they're calling over-the-top entertainment. Uh, they'll have flying aerialists, stilt-walking skeletons, uh, electric dancers, and there's going to be live music and more. So there's a lot going on at this event, and this sounds awesome. And this actually happens only on one night. Uh, it happens on Halloween, which is amazing. Like, if I lived in Florida, I would be doing this. Um, so it happens Halloween night, 7.30 p.m., um, so this actually is not a Disney-sponsored event, but uh, if you do wear a costume, it ha it, you do have to follow the same guidelines where you can't like wear a mask or bring weapons or anything like that. So, um, But yeah, so all guests actually have to be 21 and older, so no kids are allowed at this event. Um, but yeah, you can actually purchase tickets uh, from the Edison directly, so you can go check that over. It doesn't seem like it's sold out, but I have a feeling it will be. Uh, but that sounds like it would be a really cool party. Um, and then, so, um, I, I got this article from the, uh, the Disney Parks blogs, but they also kind of make mention, again, about the character Couture makeover. And, again, I talked about that on a few episodes ago. Uh, and just a brief, quickly rundown of that is it's kind of similar to the Bibbidi Boppy Boutique, but, like, adults can do this. And what they could do is they can um, create makeup that's inspired by any Disney character. Like they say, like pretty much any Disney character, you can just do it. So if you want to like get makeup like Jack from Jack Skellington or Sally uh, from Nightmare Before Christmas, you could do it. So that includes your your hair, makeup, and nails. Um, and you could do that for any character. So you could actually do that over at the um, Census Spa, which I 
uh, I'm blanking. I can't remember where Census Spa is, but oh, that's a, sorry, that's over at the Grand Floridian Resort. So you can do that there, and I think they also said you could do it at the board, not the boardwalk. Uh, I, there was another resort, and I can't remember off the top of my head, but so yeah, you could do that over at Census Spa um, in the Grand Floridian Resort. Um, oh yeah, I think the other one was Wilderness Lodge. I think that was another one you could do it at. I forget the name of the spa there. But, uh, but yeah, anyways, so I wasn't going to talk a lot about the Disney character or the caricature makeover, so I didn't have a lot of notes in front of me, but um, I apologize. Um, but yeah, so that's actually pretty cool. If you wanted to do that, you can get your makeup done and then go to the party. So that is an idea. But uh, if you're not interested in this party and you're at Disney Springs, a lot of the, um, the restaurants and stuff like that and uh, uh, bakeries or just uh, yeah, bakery shops, they, they have some different items. So if you go over to the Grenacherie, you can get chocolate, goodie filled pinatas, um, and they also you could you could choose between Jack Skellington and Minnie Mouse witch options, and then there's chocolate skulls um, that have like Grenache flavors including salted caramel, orange, cranberry, and pumpkin spiced latte. Um, so that's interesting. And then if you go to over to Amaret's uh, Patisserie, which is fantastic if you've never been there before. Uh, you can get a Mickey pumpkin macaroon, as well as a fall harvest petite cake, which is made of cinnamon, nutmeg, chaffron, uh cake layered with salted caramel mousse, cranberry, cherry pate de fruit, and roasted hazelnuts. So this is a French bakery, so it's it, it's a really crazy bakery. They make amazing things. Definitely check out Amaretz if you've never been. Uh, so if you also go to uh, Goofy's Candy Co. and the Candy Cauldron, you can get pumpkin and poison specialty apples, uh, and then mummy and pumpkin cake pops, as well as uh, other crispy treats that are themed to fall and Halloween, as well as cakes and, or sorry, cookies and cupcakes. If you head on over to Raglan Road, you can get a Irish, um, uh, pumpkin Irish coffee, which is made with fresh espresso topped with uh, whipped cream and paired with a pumpkin creme brulee tart, which sounds fantastic. And then also similar to Disneyland that we talked about last week, if you go to Sprinkles, there is a boo box filled with caramel apple cupcakes. So last week they didn't say what was inside the boo box, but for this this time they did. So I guess you'll be because I remember questioning myself what's going to be in this boo box fill or this boo box, and uh, it looks like it's going to be caramel apple cupcakes. So. And then if you head on over to a Deluxe Burger, you can get a pumpkin shake, which sounds good. And then lastly, if you go to Dockside Margaritas, they have what they're calling the Autumn Smash, which is an elixir made with spiced rum, lemon juice, peach nectar, a simple syrup, and a touch of cinnamon, as well as a handful. uh, And they also have hard ciders over there as well. So... Um, but yeah, lastly, uh, you can actually get costumes and other accessories. Uh, if you go to the Disney corner, they have a lot of stuff. Um, but if you just want something with like a little bit of Disney, you can check out Disney style, which has apparel from all of your, all of your favorite characters. Um, but if you want to get like a really great dress, you could try the dress shop over on cherry tree lane. And they do have, uh, stuff from like Sally from the nightmare before Christmas, um, and then you could also head over to the Disney PhotoPass Studios and go to one of the backdrops that are uh, special for Halloween. And they're only there for a limited time. So, yeah, you could do that too. And uh, 
So that's all the stuff that's happening uh, over at Disney Springs uh, for Halloween. So lots going on. That Halloween party for Nightmare Before Christmas sounds amazing. Again, that's over at the Edison. And that happens for one night on Halloween if you're interested in tickets for $85. But um, one other news item I did want to discuss for Halloween is that Vampirina has joined... Uh, the breakfast fun over at the Junior Dine, sorry, the Disney Junior Dine and Play at Hollywood and Vine, uh, and that's over at Disney's Hollywood Studios. Um, so, Vampirina is from Disney Junior. Uh, she'll be joining all of her friends like Sophia the First, Doc McStuffins, as well as Roadster Racer Goofy. Uh, so, she's a very popular character from the Ju- from Disney Junior. So, I, I assume if you have a two to five year old, they might know who this is. Um, so yeah, currently she's at the breakfast, uh, just in time for Halloween, uh, but she's not only going to be around for Halloween, starting in November, starting in November, you'll be able to meet her every day over at the, uh, all new character greeting location in the, uh, in the animation courtyard. So, uh, so yeah, so she'll be hanging out there if you want to go see her and you can bring your little kids to do that. So. That wraps it up for the news this week. There wasn't too much happening. Uh, pretty slow news week, but uh, there are a few things I want to discuss. So just uh, sit tight and we'll be right back. So the first thing I want to mention is that I'm really excited about this, but Disney announced that there are going to be new spirit jerseys uh, at the parks. So uh, if you don't know what the spirit jerseys are, those those the big, like comfy, baggy sweatshirts that are just becoming wildly popular at the parks. Um, some people just hate them because they think they look terrible, but to me, I love them. They're just so big and comfy, and I just I just love wearing wearing it on like a cold fall evening. Uh, they're great. I just love them. Um, and what's great is they're actually doing attraction theme shirts now. So there's one for the Haunted Mansion, Pirates of the Caribbean, Enchanted Tiki Room, and It's a Small World. So those are the only ones that they announced for the attractions so far. Uh, and it's funny because like Haunted Mansion and Pirates are, of course, I think not only mine, but other people's favorite attractions. But the Enchanted Tiki Room is not one of my favorite attractions, but that one's the coolest. I think that one's so awesome how they designed it. I would highly recommend checking these out online uh, if you haven't seen them. But the um, I'll actually, you know what, what I'll, you know what I'll do? I'll post them over on my Instagram so you can check that out at Excess Press Podcast uh, and you can see it over there. So I'm going to post that up. Uh, but sometime before I, I post the show, but uh, but yeah, so they have those those new items, and I'm really excited about it. Uh, the images they show, they do say like they so on the front it has like the logo of the attraction, and then the shirt is designed to the ride, and on the back it has uh like the name of the park. So on 
uh, the ones that we see that were posted in an article over at InsideTheMagic.com. Uh, it, uh, it has Disneyland on the back, but they say that it's going to be located at the Disney parks. So I assume it's going to also be coming to Walt Disney World, and it will say Walt Disney World on the back. At least I hope so. So I hope if I were going to Walt Disney World, I would be able to buy it uh, saying Walt Disney World on the back. So, But they say that they are available October of 2018. So I assume they're going to be there soon. So if you're going to be at the parks, look out for these. And I know they have a big shop of them on uh, shopdisney.com and I feel like I'm going to be picking this one up. So, uh, yeah, I might need to get it because I, I got really mad and I, I accidentally got some bleach, uh, a little bit of bleach on my Disney Spirit jersey from Walt Disney World. So I was pretty bummed about it. Um, it's only a little small splotch, but enough to, to make me want to buy another one. So I think this is a good good reason to buy one. Um, but, uh, but, yeah, anyway, so... Uh, they announced those spirit jerseys. So, yeah, look out on my Instagram at XS Press Podcast and you'll be able to see those. Um, but, yeah, it's, I'm going to stick on the topic of Instagram because uh, I actually I was I was scrolling through people that I follow. And there's this one user I follow, uh, Dream Runner. Um, and him and his family actually just went to Walt Disney World. And he put up a post that he actually did the minivan experience from the airport. And... I thought it would be really cool to just like quickly ask him about his experience because um, I don't know anyone that's done it or anyone who has, um, but I just thought it would be it would be pretty cool. Um, so I asked him like, hey, how was your experience? And he gave me like a quick brief uh, summary and uh, he had said that he had a fantastic experience. Um, he had actually traveled with a party of five and had six suitcases with him. So... But the minivans, uh, they, it's definitely not going to accommodate all of that. So they actually sent two cars to accommodate them comfortably. So that's, I did no, I had no idea that they, they would do that. That's really cool. I guess if you have a huge family, they're going to send multiple cars. So they sent two cars to accommodate the, um, to accommodate them. Uh, and then inside of the vehicle, they had mini mouse themed water bottles, which are just pretty much like mini water bottles. Uh, and then they had mints as well as Giardari chocolates. Um, but they also have background music from all of the parks on what he had called a jump stick, but I assume he means like a USB stick where I guess you can uh, choose whatever uh, music that you want to listen to. Or as he had put it, uh, bounce around for your listening pleasure. So I was trying to find out whether or not it would be an additional cost to having two cars. Um, I should have asked uh, Dream Runner uh, if what he had paid, but I mean, I, I know the flat rate of this is $150, so I assume that's what he had paid for it, um, and they just send whatever cars they need to accommodate the family. Uh, $150 is a lot, but I mean, people want to be taken care of by Disney because people just want that experience, um, and I think I I definitely want to try this at least just one way, and I what I would do it, I would... I would do it from the airport to Disney World. I feel like that would be a great start to my trip. So definitely the next trip, I'm I'm going to do this, and I want to see what the experience is for myself. But um, but yeah, it's if you don't know the the minivans also accommodate um, uh, car seats. So if you have it for the little kids, they they will bring those as well. Um, but just like for for reference, if you want to catch like just a regular Uber or Lyft from the airport, it's from the airport to Disney World, it's about like 
thirty dollars. It's it's not that expensive at all. But I know a lot of people are they're hesitant on trying these ride sharing uh, apps. Um, I for one am very familiar with it. I use it all the time. I've I've never had an issue with any of my rides. I've always had such great drivers. Uh, I mean, I live in the, the New Jersey, New York area. I take it to the airport all the time. Uh, or when I would be, work in New York City, I would take it. I mean, uh, to me, it's very reliable. Um, I know sometimes there are issues with drivers, but it's it's pretty rare. Um, but if, if you don't want to use Uber Lyft, I think using the minivans from the airport is a good option. It is pricier, but at least you'll know that it's it's handled by Disney and it'll, it'll be very professional and you'll have a good experience. So so thank you, Dream Runner, for sharing your experiences on that. I thought I just uh, would, would share that along with everyone else who, who might be thinking that this could be an option. So um, and then the last thing I have to discuss is uh, I asked uh, if anyone had any questions. I posted up as an Instagram story, uh, and I did get one question, which was from Ariana. And she asked, what construction is going on in the Magic Kingdom right now? Um, so that is a great question because there's actually a decent amount. Um, and they actually, it's funny, they did announce some refurbishments that are happening later this year. But like, I wasn't sure if I should talk about it, but she asked a question. So I was like, all right, well, looks like I'm going to I'm gonna have to discuss it. So uh, the biggest thing that's happening right now is that the Tron coaster is being built. It is underway. Um, and some of the things that are affected, uh, there's actually a new uh, way to exit Space Mountain. Uh, so when you exit, it actually leads you like around the back of the building. Um, it's actually like a little inconvenient of how you do it because you kind of take like a really long way around and it brings you towards like the path um, that leads behind the Tomorrowland Speedway. Um, it's like I, it's funny, I watched Tim Tracker on YouTube. If you don't know who he is, he's a fantastic vlogger who posts up all these updates about the, uh, the Disney parks as well as Universal Studios. And I kind of follow him and he always shows construction updates for Tron every now and then. And yeah, just the way he has to go like around the back is just, it just seems a little inconvenient. But that's currently how you have to exit Space Mountain. Um, but, uh, but yeah, again with Tomorrowland Speedway that I announced uh, not long ago or probably on one of the earlier episodes that the the uh, it's it's going to close for a while because they're going to reroute some of the tracks to accommodate for the Tron ride. Um, so I think the closing is coming soon. It's definitely going to be happening in the next uh, year. Um, and then the the railroad will be closing as well. Uh, and the train is going to be stationed at the Main Street Station starting in uh, December of 2018. So, yep, that's that's happening all because of the Tron coaster, um, and I'm really excited about that. So, that's, yeah, the, the construction uh, is happening. There's a lot of stuff happening over in that area of Tomorrowland. Um, so there actually was some construction over in Adventureland, uh, but I think a lot of the, the, the scrim and the a lot of that has come down uh, because they actually added a Club 33. Uh, and it's and it's actually going to be opening soon. Uh, if you're not familiar with Club 33, what it is is it actually originated over at Disneyland. And what it is, it's a very um, how should I how should I describe it? It's a I, I don't want to say it's a secret club because people know about it, but it's like to, you have to have a membership to dine here. It's a very high class dining experience. 
uh, and you have to pay a, like a membership fee or a, sorry a um, yeah membership fee uh, and it's it, there's a yearly fee to it and it's it's not cheap like I think it's like ten thousand dollars like it's super expensive um, and they have this in Disneyland and they're actually it's actually located in the New Orleans Square uh, and it's kind of like a it's not a hidden door but it's just like a regular old door that you wouldn't think it's an entryway to uh, to a restaurant but um they actually built one over in Adventureland uh, and so they've been doing con some construction on that over the past uh, I don't know how many months but that's been going on for a while but again that is kind of that's coming to an end and it's gonna be opening very soon uh, memberships uh, have been uh, underway people have been able to buy memberships since I think earlier this year so uh, that's exciting that that's happening and I don't know if I'll ever get a chance to dine at Club 33 but hey if you are a member uh, I'd like to go uh, that'd be pretty awesome um, but yeah I don't know if you or anyone you know who is a member at Disneyland or is thinking about being a member in Disney World but uh, that's yeah that sounds really cool but I, it's something I'll never be able to afford um, well at least not yet you never know but um but yeah so and then uh, they, Disney actually announced this past week that's going to be a refurb uh, of a refurbishment that's happening over at Peter Pan's flight, and that's happening in the early new year. Um, and then uh, also the Liberty Square Riverboat, uh, that's been actually under construction for a bit. The river was drained at one point. Uh, I'm not sure if it's filled back in yet, but I know that was, uh, yeah, that was under construction, and that should be reopening in January 2018, so... But that's all, that's all the construction, as far as I know, as far as I, I, I could find, uh, that's all the construction that's really being, uh, that's, that's happening over at the Magic Kingdom Park. So, Ariana, thank you for your question. I appreciate it. So, yeah, that's, a, that's just going to about wrap it up for this week's episode. So, uh, if you can, just make sure you subscribe to the podcast. Uh, if you can, please do it on Apple Podcast, uh, Google Podcast, Spotify, Stitcher, Anchor, however you listen to podcasts, uh, that would be great if you could subscribe and leave a review if you can. That would be awesome. Uh, you can also check us out uh, if you want to listen on your desktop or just through your mobile phone. Uh, you can actually listen on at our website at excesspresspodcast.com. Um, and then please make sure you follow us on all social media. Uh, you can do that over on Instagram, Twitter, and Facebook at excesspresspodcast. Uh, or you can shoot me over an email. Uh, you can do that at excesspresspodcast uh, at gmail.com. But yeah, thanks for tuning in and for your support of the show. But uh, this is Matt from the Excess Press Podcast signing off. Until next time, travelers. We hope to see you next week. And remember to seize the future with excess. Bon voyage.